0: Hey, welcome back. A little little vacation in the middle of like busiest release month of the
1: year so far. I'd say. What do you mean release month? There's just
0: been a shitload of new stuff. Foxing, we got Lord, we got Between the Barry and Me, we got Death Heaven, we got a new Suicide Squad. Candyman comes out Friday. Have
1: you seen a new Suicide Squad?
0: I did, and it was. Uh, it looks
1: way better than the first.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of a low bar, but it's uh <laughs> it's it's better, but you can definitely tell it's the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy because what? it's basically just Guardians of the Galaxy with different characters. Like I, instead of I can take that in a lot of ways. Vin Diesel running around saying I am Groot, it's <laughs> Sylvester Stallone eating people as a shark. What the fuck he's in that? He's the voice of a shark. Oh no way. Killer shark or King Shark? I don't I don't know. They're all like really just Formulaic at this point. They just say funny, witty things and kill bad guys, and that's
1: ninety minutes of your life. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I mean, they all say those funny, witty things at some point. Even in the uh, the Nolan Batman's, he has to say these stupid ass one-liners. That
0: yeah, he at least saves that like. for like Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine say that shit. <laughs> Batman yeah. doesn't say that shit like
1: "Jokes on you" and like
0: throws the Joker into an <laughs> airplane or something. I don't. <laughs> I'm just so comic book wore out. Like I was you've I was, been comic book. Worn I know. Out for I was years. done with it. You're I thought <laughs> we reached the pinnacle when like two thousand eight when it was Iron yeah, Man. Dude. You were bitching about Night. it hard. This is it. It's not gonna get better than this. Oh, okay, I don't want two thousand <laughs> and eight. Then twenty twelve, we got the Avengers, Dark Knight Rises. Okay, this is gonna be the pinnacle. The Avengers are this is sick, gonna though. be it.
1: The Avengers are so good. It the whole storyline to uh to last them, whatever the frick it's called. Super good. I didn't like it. They know this is badass. The
0: time travel shit, that was that was a cop-up.
1: I like it, but it's so cheap because then nothing's ever permanent.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well now they have multiverse shit going on. Like have you seen this the leaked Spider Man trailer that was? Well, they've
1: had multiverse shit going on in the comics, so can you really blame the movies? No, but uh but you want to. (laughs) I do.
0: (laughs) I like them as their own separate thing. I mean, yeah. The new Spider Man allegedly has all the Spider Mans. Have you seen that? so Wait, toby mcguire's coming no back way, andrew garfield dude. yeah
1: are all the mary janes coming back too
0: i don't know about the mary janes but uh willem Dafoe's back uh jamie fox is back dude like it's <laughs> it's getting ridiculous michael keaton's back as batman in the new flash movie what yeah it's just, okay that's
1: super dumb <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> for much. edward colin as batman it's gonna be sick i didn't know who that was at first i've never seen a <laughs> twilight okay well you know who the guy is Robert patterson yeah yeah Oh yeah, because um,
0: the lighthouse. That's what that's, I think. That's not what of. I was gonna
1: say. <laughs> Good was,
0: time. What else is he in?
1: The Nolan movie you hated, Momento. Oh God, yeah. that's,
0: not it. <laughs> that's it. not it. He was in Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I still haven't seen it. No, it's not. It's not worth
1: it. That, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's on HBO Max, I think. Speaking of like, I guess we weren't speaking of this at all. But I just want to say <laughs> HBO Max is the clunkiest user-friendly platform i've ever used it's bad it's awful yeah rewinding fast forwarding pausing it's like asking way too fucking much from it
0: i've got like the ad version of peacock and it's like a movie theater you watch like two minutes of ads before your movie starts and then you can watch the whole movie for free okay it's nice that's not that bad no i guess you watch like a shitty safe auto or not safe auto that's local <laughs> <laughs> what's the one safe with Auto's not local state farm yeah
1: I None thought, of them are local
0: I thought Safe Auto was 1-800-SAFE-AUTO Yeah Do you think just because national?
1: It, you think because it has 800 in it It means it's local?
0: I just have only seen it on Fox 55 Like Oh
1: I guess I haven't seen him for a while In between
0: but, divorce court episodes Right They're definitely not <laughs>
1: local I wonder what happened to those guys
0: I don't know Oh fucking Norm Macdonald was in one of their commercials That made me really sad Because I love Norm Macdonald <laughs> You know he's the new Jeopardy host?
1: He is not. I saw a picture of it on Twitter. Someone said something. That's bullshit about it. There was a picture. <laughs>
0: That's like Celebrity Jeopardy from the nineties. Nah, we he's Burt definitely Reynolds. the
1: new host. You're full of shit. No, nope. we shut the fuck up. <laughs> Norm Macdonald
0: is the cat eating Christmas lights. What he's that trying to
1: man. He's fucking with him. I'm trying really hard not to bounce my
0: leg. I think the general. Oh, they
1: are. Oh yeah.
0: The general ran them out. But the big thing I want to talk about <laughs> two weeks ago. With Lollapalooza going on, trotting out old man Fred Durst, and the Woodstock 99 documentary premiering on HBO. It's supposed to be kind of like a musical counterpart to 30 for 30 that Bill Simmons is running. The documentary itself wasn't great. It was a little scattered. It tried to cast blame all over the place. But what did you think? So you, this was your first exposure to the whole experience of Woodstock 99. You didn't know anything about it before
1: this? I didn't know it was that big of a shit show. I thought Woodstock. I just thought of 94 and Billy Joe eating mud and See, I always kind of forget fight. about
0: 94. How
1: the fuck do you forget about That's the only one I know. You don't Since know 69? that's the only one I know, then that should be the only <laughs> one you know. Woodstock 69 means nothing? I mean, I know they had Jimi Hendrix doing the Star-Spangled Banner or whatever. There you go.
0: I mean, that's all I know.
1: Some shit like that.
0: I mean, I did kind of think they made some good points. Like, it was cool that they took on the angle of revisionist history looking back as Woodstock is this big peaceful gathering when it was kind of a clusterfuck to begin with and you have all these boomers trying to recreate a yesteryear that was never as perfect as they seem to think it is in their mind so that was kind of funny I thought but some of this stuff was just a little too far trying to be like too woke and there was a lot of blame at the time placed on the bands themselves which I thought was odd I didn't realize that (laughs) they blamed
1: Fred Durst they did all he tried to do was do it for the noogie (laughs) and they fucking hated him
0: Yeah, I didn't realize uh, the organizer came out so strong against Fred Durst. He put the whole thing on his shoulders for inciting a riot by playing Break Stuff, which is the equivalent to saying, well, the reason there was any sexual assault is because Nirvana played Rape Me. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) Right, yeah.
1: And then at the end, they tried (laughs) to—so the guy at the end said— I'm not saying it was right, but the girl should have known not to walk around naked. Yeah. And that's super fucked up. Yeah. The
0: the promoter came off real bad in this, where he was blaming everyone but himself.
1: There were two completely different sides. There was one guy who said, like, oh, well, they should have known better. And you have somebody else who was blaming, like, models on magazines, on front covers and shit like that. So it wasn't fairly treated at all by anybody. There's no good stance on anything.
0: Right. and I mean, it's kind of the political climate we're in, where everything is polarized into one extreme or the other and there was a lot of you know toxic masculinity talk and this Frap. unrest with middle white America. And they kept showing clips of like Fight Club and stuff of this lost generation oh, yeah, that dude. just has no purpose and they're just pissed off at nothing really.
1: <laughs> yep. Yup, uh, I think it was Jewel at the end or Cheryl Crow talking about how there's all these white people, young white men, no real problem, but they're mad at something. I feel like if anybody doesn't feel like they have a purpose, they just go fucking insane. Fred Durst got a lot of shit. But A lot of shit. They literally blame this whole thing on him. What about the clip where they said? Uh, didn't he say what the fuck did he say? Like let's do something bad. <laughs> let's do bad shit. No, dude. Okay, you told me because oh, they yeah, left yeah. out the part where he said. So he, he cats walking
0: all over your stop, keyboard. <laughs> um, what did he say? I just want you to take all this negative energy and just let it out. And that was right when they played break stuff and stuff started getting tore apart and everything. But like immediately following that. He did say, "Okay, now we need the positive energy. We need to chill out. You know, don't let anyone get hurt. Blah blah blah." But they never showed that they in the documentary. Cut it out! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? There was a concert in Australia, like a year later, where a girl died of asphyxiation at a Limp Biscuit concert, where shit just got out of hand. And it it kind of makes you wonder, what is concert etiquette gonna be? A festival like that, it wasn't unheard of to have this big mass of people and everyone is just shoving forward as hard as they can towards yeah, the dude. stage. Gen
1: Z already killed mosh pits. Yeah. I so mean So now what?
0: Do you think moshing comes back? Crowd surfing? I mean, that's
1: No, because dude, I mean crowd surfing's cool, but it sucks when You always kind of shake your head when the girls go over yep. cuz there's always a guy there ready. I don't even like I want to dude, I want to <laughs> help them. But I don't want them to fall on their asses. I don't want anybody to fall on their ass, but right. I also don't want to like you know. Yeah. I really hope there's people that don't do that this day and age. I will say that like I think people's judgment has to be like a 100 times better at concerts than it used to be.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're kind of going to have a a nice checkpoint where some of that stuff can be reconsidered instead of just this is the way it always was Yeah, because we've had a nice two-year break or so.
1: It's not even like frowned upon, just frowned upon anymore. It's like if somebody sees you doing that shit, they're going to fucking kick you out. Right. Like if that were to happen at the Hoosier Dome in a basement show, like the community would come together and say, get the fuck out of here, which is awesome. So I think we came a very, very long way with concert etiquette.
0: I feel like there was a storyline there that they just didn't capitalize on. It should have just been like the constant climb of 90s success and the inevitable crash. Like, that's all it was. There was all this outrage of the over-marketization, over-commercialization of rock selling counterculture.
1: Yeah, that's really what it was. It It wasn't
0: necessarily homophobia or misogyny. I think some of that got wrapped up in it, but I don't think that was the underlying...
1: Yeah, they blame blame misogyny and homophobia on a lot of... Kid Rock, Limp Bizkit, I mean maybe Kid Rock is those things, but I'm just saying. Uh, 90s was a good movement overall, and they just fucking tore it down with these select few bands. I felt really bad for Creed because (laughs) they showed Creed and dude Scott staff really level headed. Dude, he was being like very peaceful, like (laughs) he was preaching positive vibes, and like for some reason Creed's like one of the most hated bands of all times. And then people put Limp Biscuit on, like, fuck yeah, I remember this, the shit slapped. Nobody does that with Creed. And Creed was out there trying to be positive.
0: <laughs> they were. That was, that was, that was and good. And they showed him
1: for like two seconds. They just wanted to focus on Limp Biscuit saying, like, here, show me your negative energy.
0: I also felt like there was a weird Coachella commercial at the end. Yeah, like at the, that was the way to wrap up the story. Like, like this, this is all, what you should be. Yeah, this was the bad example of a concert. Here, Coachella is what a concert yep. going experience should be. We give out free water.
1: Yeah, free water, with they charge like fucking <laughs> charge two thousand dollars a ticket. Ass, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, four okay, four dollars of water back then. Yeah, holy shit, dude. That's pretty. I've never seen a nutty. festival do something like that.
0: Well, especially when it's kind of expected that these people are going to be staying over the night without supplies, and then the
1: whole. Uh, <laughs> Like porta potties overflowing and yeah, it was pretty nasty. The water and shit mixing together. People throw mud, but it wasn't just mud. It was poop. Oh my a lot God. of poop, <laughs> dude.
0: I don't feel like it's built in homophobia, but there was this kind of masculine antagonism towards like boy bands and that whole like TRL yeah. divide that they went into.
1: Yep, I'd say that was a cooler storyline. They could have stuck with the MTV thing, Did commercializing countercultural. yeah <laughs> fucked me up. Oh, um, yeah. I yo- used to love watching TRL. That was my shit, man. I ran home every yeah. day for that. I mean, NSYNC would be on a lot. Backstreet oh, yeah. Backstreet Boys were on a lot.
0: It was a constant tug of war. Like, you felt like a victory when, like, Kid Rock overtook a Backstreet Boy <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah. Like, it was. Dude, yes. It was definitely a culture war. I feel like Blink 182 was caught in the middle. I showed my mom Blink-182 the first time I heard them and told them they were my favorite punk band, and she was like, this is not a punk band. This is a boy
1: band. It's funny because all the small things, they make fun of boy bands. Right.
0: That's what I said. They're making fun of them. They're not yeah. a boy band. She's like, no, that's that's a boy band. That's not a punk band.
1: I was at my dad's when I was a kid listening to Blink, and some guy walked down the alley, and he's like, you listen to boy bands? <laughs> and I, s- I didn't know what the fuck he meant by that. Yeah, It was like a band that was man i was so i was like yeah what do you listen to girl bands <laughs> and he said yeah actually and i'm like okay He's like wow cool man then i realized boy he thought blink was like fucking backstreet boys are in sync so did my mom Jeez.
0: i mean what do you think about woodstock 99 versus firefest did i come off too strong saying woodstock 99 was worse i think so yeah
1: because these people at Firefest like. You couldn't escape, I (laughs) guess. You can't. You're fucked. (laughs) You could have been like, they could have said, see, uh, your plane's not coming back. Like, is there a cell service there? I don't know. Like, (sighs) what was there? Like, they didn't have enough shelter for everybody. Yeah. The only water was like salt water, so you're going to fucking dehydrate. I think Firefest is definitely more dangerous than what stock was. I will say they're probably a little more well-behaved because you have to be more well-behaved in this culture. Um, Um,
0: To have the money to go.
1: And have that kind of money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so
0: on Woodstock, you could also leave. That's what they kept saying throughout the documentary. Like by Sunday, why are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't necessarily have to be there for all of it.
1: They'd have open Q and a with the promoter too. And he would just get super shitty.
0: Yeah. The promoters did not take any accountability. That was what struck me the worst, whether it was yeah. the sexual assault claims, just blaming everything on Fred Durst. Like, uh, yeah, he was a shithead. Yeah. I'm really glad they didn't get to do their 50 year reunion. What was that? Two years ago. Yep. <laughs> Yep, It was bad. I think it was going to be like fucking Miley Cyrus and Run the Jewels headlining.
1: Do you think that Woodstock deliberately only had three females on there?
0: You know, I don't know. I don't think it's probably deliberate because I feel like that happens a lot when like people complain about award nominations and stuff for like the Oscars. It's more of a systemic problem where... Black actors and actresses aren't being cast for major roles as much as white ones are. Not necessarily the performances.
1: Yeah, I was just trying to think back to that time period of like...
0: There weren't a lot of big female act Like who, yeah. no doubt.
1: Like, I'm surprised they even had... Would they have Alanis, Jewel? Was it Shiro Crow the third? Might have
0: been. I don't remember the third one. Who else would they have been Courtney missing? Courtney
1: Love. Courtney Love, Hole, yeah. Billy Corgan. <laughs> I think she have got, got more stuff Quinn thrown at her than,
0: Yeah, you could do No Doubt. I could see that being there, but... I mean, there aren't a lot of big female acts from that era. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. You're still my sunshine. There's a girl in that band. She sings. Lynn. Yes, Lynn.
0: I think they came on after Woodstock. Okay. Because the only thing I kept thinking is, man, imagine if Eminem was there. He was just a little too late for Woodstock 99. Dude, 99. oh my <laughs> God. That would have set it off.
1: It was cool. I didn't know that like DMX was yeah. on that, and he fucking killed it. His energy was awesome.
0: It was an awesome lineup. I remember, like I said, watching that on MTV and listening to the radio. Like it was, it was sick. I thought it was awesome. I didn't realize it was such a clusterfuck actually being there.
1: It's honestly a lot of those people that played are very aggressive. Like DMX, aggressive performer. Kid Rock, aggressive right. performer. Limp Bizkit, aggressive performers. Corn, yeah, aggressive performers. You're only gonna blame it on Fred,
0: <laughs> right? Well, yeah, they had that Saturday night lineup was just ridiculous where it went from corn to Limp biscuit to Rage Against the Machine to Metallica. Like, that is just a fucking overdose of
1: adrenaline.
0: Like, it's so much.
1: Fast forward, what, 2016, 17, we have a festival called Riot Fest. Right. (laughs) All kinds of crazy asses on the festival. We got Guar, we got fucking Rob Zombie, the original Misfits. Andrew WK. And it's called Riot Fest. Yeah. A hundred times more well-behaved than... Woodstock 99 ever was. I'm kind
0: of curious if Riot Fest is going to happen this year. I saw that with the mayor's ordinance, you have to either provide a negative test or a vaccination card to go, which pissed a lot of people off that oh already bought God. tickets. So I yeah. can see that, though. I mean, that's a lot of fucking people. And there's like three or four in Chicago like back-to-back. There's Pitchfork Festival, there's Riot Fest, and what was the other one? There's a third one, and they're all like every weekend in September.
1: Lollapalooza? <laughs>
0: No, that was that was last month. Oh, but yeah. There's. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> there's a lot. I'm I'm just kind of curious because I keep seeing more and more bands cancel. Like Nine Inch Nails was one of the headliners for Riot Ooh. Fest. They canceled
1: because of COVID.
0: Yeah, they or- can't. They canceled their whole tour. Ooh. Limp Bizkit damn. canceled their whole tour after Lollapalooza because West Borling got COVID. What? Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, you know who they replaced Nine Inch Nails with? Super
1: reliable. Morrissey. Oh, he fucking <laughs> he's, sucks. He's stepping in. Dude, I don't think you can be an activist and be that, like, self-absorbed at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Right? I think it contradicts itself.
0: It seems a little contradictory. He's more about the attention it brings him than the causes. I gotta say, though, when I was on vacation, driving back home through Nebraska and seeing these giant fucking factory farms of, like, shoulder-to-shoulder cows, like, really made me feel guilty about oh, eating
1: Oh, yeah, meat. dude. My yeah i am uh it was depressing i'm not a vegetarian but i'll eat meat like at farm to table restaurants for the most part and i don't buy red meat anymore and i buy free range chicken and that's about it aldi has it the cheapest aldi that's what i do man i have a, we buy impossible burger all the time See, i just Shit's hate so good
0: the texture of vegetables everything soy impossible that burger, had, yeah oh, I, I like. are you hungry
1: no you just stay out i just ache. i would have made you one
0: <laughs> it's okay i have some I saw an article like around the same time that everybody was hyping up Limp Biscuits' return because of Lollapalooza by a writer named Miranda Reiner. It was actually really good. Dove into kind of the whole nostalgia culture and basically saying that nostalgia is the largest impediment to creativity there is.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. And I think that uh, since we have more ways to keep records and keep old albums, like like, like, we have the internet that can store anything. So I think nostalgia is more easily accessible than ever, whereas maybe, like, even 20, 30 years ago, you were kind of forced to move on.
0: Right. And create new things. It's, it's a lot easier for anyone. I mean, you can fake nostalgia. There's a lot of bands that repeat and regurgitate styles from the 70s, and they weren't even born yet. It's because it's all accessible at a fucking click of a mouse.
1: Tame Impala. Ripped <laughs> yeah. Everybody off. You like them? Fuck no. I <laughs> no? mean, they're all right. I think... They got a couple. They do, but I think what they're doing is like just repeating what was already been done. Yeah, I mean, snap.
0: I do feel like he does innovate a little bit and like mix with modern styles. Whereas like somebody like
1: Jet copied the Beatles. Yeah, Jet. No, Jet's Jet, pretty bad.
0: Did you listen to the new Foxing record?
1: No, Pitchfork did though, right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Allegedly, Foxing's manager went after the critic who wrote the Pitchfork review. They gave it a six and said it was just bland 2010s festival rock.
1: What I've heard, it is pretty bland. And I fucking love Foxing.
0: I just feel like the lyrics could be better. I think the music is really ambitious. I still like it. Looking for it to be a pioneering revolutionary band like they've kind of put themselves out there as, it's a little underwhelming
1: but then like, I feel like they're a victim of their own success at that point because that sucks just because they've done so well. They've basically raised the expectations. Now you fucking hate them? I don't hate them. You think their album sucks?
0: (laughs) I don't think it sucks. They raised the expectations on themselves. We should
1: get them in here for an interview and see what they say.
0: I don't think they're going to be doing interviews for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I also kind of feel like there's, again, with the accessibility of everything, are we kind of past the need for traditional music critics as a whole? Like, do you really need someone to assign an arbitrary number to tell you how good something is? Kind of goes back to our whole Rotten Tomatoes thing. Like, you to be fair, tell me this is a 3% and that's a 50%. Like, what? where's the measurable nuance here?
1: I mean, reviews didn't stop me back in the day. I never got a magazine and was like, oh, a 6 out of 10. Like, I'm not going to listen to that. I was like, if it was a band I already liked, I was going to listen to it no matter what. Right. But I-, I will say if it's a band I haven't heard of, maybe they got a 10 out of 10. I'd be like, oh, maybe I should go listen to those guys.
0: Right. I don't know. I just feel like the whole number scale.
1: Yeah. That's not like you agree with me.
0: (laughs) I I do get that because there's so much content out there. It is good to have someone to recommend you things and voices and opinions that you trust. But the whole notion of like gatekeeping and taste-making music critics and just this arbitrary one to 10 scale seems antiquated, like something we shouldn't really be doing anymore. Okay.
1: I mean, there is a one to 10 scale, but they also give like a 15 paragraph review.
0: And I think that's, I think that's more like what we should have, like YouTube reviews and stuff like that, where you give a little more nuanced criticism and breakdown of what you think, about something rather than just a yelp review of zero to
1: five stars i feel like a lot of artists whether they say like i accept all forms of criticism there's got to be a little bit of part of you that's like who the fuck are you (laughs) right i made this not you you're not making fucking music
0: but i mean even think about this just objectively zero to ten why is a seven average why do you need zero to five to be different grades of terrible it's crickets. If you can hear that, there's crickets right now in the background. Yeah, cicadas. In cicadas.
1: <laughs> They're the reason I couldn't find my headphone, which is why I couldn't listen to all of Colors too. It's good when we get it's to very it. Good.
0: We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you googling? Suicide Squad right now? Yeah. Have you watched it?
1: No, I want to. I, mean, I love r- the superhero movies. Don't even backtrack on what you said. Shut like the said, fuck up. It's
0: better than the first one, but it's not like. Nothing hits me like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, Chris oh Nolan my Batman. God.
1: Like, I hate the way he says Mary Jane's name. I hate the way he does so many things for some reason. I don't care. And I, it's like the OG <laughs> Spider Man to me.
0: I love it. The music is better, the,
1: the villains music. are better. Oh, yeah. Doc Ock was a crazy motherfucker, though. I do remember that. Exactly. Doc the villains Doc Ock was are so pro- good. Fucking Willem Dafoe riding around. Fucking Willem Dafoe. He's fucking crazy. And, and then is? James Franco. I always forget that he's. Green Goblin Jr.
0: Exactly. Damn. It's not the Maybe same. Maybe I should
1: rewatch it. You should. I think I like the other guys who play Spider Man better. Yeah, I like Tom Holland. Definitely. The movie is just. I, don't know. I like the other guy from the social network. Oh, yeah. He was good, too. He, I think he did the better, like, skateboarder, like, nerd punk thing. Tobey Maguire was. Wasn't he like so 30 judgmental. when he was in high school? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> Tobey Maguire was way more, like, nerd and outcast than, like, the comic book punky skateboarder that spider mans supposed to be right Cause like the comments spider-man makes like when he's doing shit are, like all like snarky and punky and i think he's supposed to be
0: kind of a nerd but like when he's spider-man he turns into like a cocky okay cool guy
1: i'm just going off what a lot of quips i'm just going off what spider-man said at the universal ride i went on <laughs> is he kind of a smart ass mm-hmm. yeah yep and don't see toby <laughs> mcguire anywhere in sight <laughs> No,
0: Spider-Man 2 is the best Marvel movie. That's all I'm saying.
1: The best Marvel movie. Yeah. The best Marvel movie.
0: Yeah. Is there anything even close? Yeah. Fucking Avengers. Avengers? Ugh.
1: Fucking (laughs) Suicide Squad 1? That's DC. You sound like (laughs) such an idiot right now. (laughs) Hold on, let me rethink. We'll cut that out, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um... (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of them, though. (laughs) You got nothing. You got so many. (laughs) Marvel. Marvel. We'll come back to that. What's next? Well, speaking of
0: Marvel, we've been harping on this subject for a minute with uh, Black Widow's digital release. It's uh, escalated a little bit as Scarlett Johansson is saying that her contract was breached Mm -hmm. and the film was supposed to be released exclusively in theaters. So now she is suing Disney for lost revenue. She's an AMC ape.
1: That's what. She's got money in AMC.
0: (laughs) Well, her salary is based on box office performance, and if you're going to hinder that with at-home streaming, I mean, that kind of weighs in.
1: Yeah, she's right. They need to take it off Disney Plus and put it back in theaters.
0: Well, it's too late now. Everybody's already seen it. Do you think she's going to win this case? I don't know. I feel like there's absolutely no public sympathy with, like, a millionaire movie star everybody just kind of rolls their eyes like oh you didn't get enough money for (laughs) playing pretend i mean it's the kind of it's the same thing with fucking athletes you know when they bitch about their contracts everybody's like oh you get paid to play a game
1: do you agree with that stance
0: no because the companies they work for make hand over fist way more like they're entitled to a bigger cut of that um when we were doing our breakdown of what movies cost and can they survive outside of theaters. Actor salaries only make up six percent of what fucking a movie insane. costs. That's nothing. So you can sit here and complain about salaries and all this shit, but everybody on a movie gets paid a lot of money.
1: The graphics cost like a fuck ton, don't they? But yeah. it doesn't go to the salary of the guy. Have you ever sat through all those? the
0: fucking credits in a Marvel movie? There's so many <laughs> <Yeah>. graphic designers. <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. Dude. Here's I wanna read this. It's uh Disney's response to the lawsuit where they basically say that uh, she doesn't care about COVID.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Here's the, here's the quote.
1: Dude, so COVID, they use COVID as an out? Yeah. Oh my God. There is
0: no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of COVID-19. That's so s- Disney has fully complied with Mrs. Johansson's contract and furthermore- the Did They really say so- Mrs. Johansson? Oh yeah. Ms. Is she married? Oh no, Miss Johansson. Okay. i sorry, I misspoke.
1: I didn't think so. <laughs>
0: You're keeping tabs on that, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got a shot? you know, Scarlet. <laughs> the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premiere Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation and made over $20 million to date.
1: They really had to call out how much money she exactly.
0: made. Exactly. Yeah, cause,
1: now she can't say shit. Yeah, if she? you
0: put that in the fucking headline everybody's going she made 20 million dollars well this is gonna shut her mouth
1: Blah, blah blah well dude this is gonna ruin her relationship with fucking marvel or disney yeah or both because they're the same fucking company well
0: i mean this is her last movie though so what she doesn't give a fuck
1: I think it's real. I think it's super cheap on Disney's part to say that it was because of COVID, like to yeah. act like you care. <laughs> that's such a bullshit. To act out. like you fucking care about that, and that's the reason. It's, it's such bullshit.
0: Sad and distressing, and its callous disregard for it's the horrific and prolonged global <laughs> effects of the COVID nineteen pandemic. It's like the bathroom I went you.
1: to the other day, dude. The gas station bathroom. <laughs> they, they blamed they, COVID. They said, due to COVID nineteen, bathrooms are for customers only. That makes no (laughs) customers or employees? No, customers only. That is due to COVID (laughs) nineteen. I tweeted it. You responded to it. Does that make any fucking sense? So everybody that's in there, like our customers can come in here, but unless you're paying, (laughs) man, you know. So they throw that
0: number out that hey, listen, she already made twenty million dollars for this.
1: That's so tacky.
0: Comparatively, Robert Downey Jr made $75 million for Infinity War, he made $75 million for Endgame, and he made $75 million for Iron Man 3.
1: Goddamn. So Scarlet may have made more in theaters?
0: Yeah, she would have got a bigger revenue cut because the way a lot of the contracts are written up is once it makes over a certain threshold, you get a bigger bump in your contract. And yeah. since it's not exclusively That's being shown in theaters... That's my quote. Yeah, it's a lot harder to hit.
1: What'd you say? <laughs> That's called my quote. It's wait. Crashmore. Oh God! <laughs> Crashmore
0: followed us on Instagram. You think we can get him on the show, dude? I would love that.
1: Is it <laughs> wait? Is it the character who played him, or is it a Crashmore account?
0: No, it's Crashmore. No, it's his, Hang on, he's got a weird name too. I gotta look it up. Biff Whiff is his name. No, Biff Whiff. Is it Whiff. really
1: him? Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's fucking get him on. That'd be so sick. He's in uh, Dave. Also, have you seen that show?
1: Uh, no, but you told me about it. That's with the guy from SNL. No. What the fuck? That's Barry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Barry. My bad. Dave is, I think, about a rapper. It's on FX. I haven't seen it either. But Biff Whiff was bragging Dude. that he's in Dave. So what would you do? You watch anything new? You got anything <laughs> you want to talk about? I've
1: been watching a lot of. Them. I think you should leave. Yeah, still? I just keep rewatching it.
0: <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, Jackass drama? Mm. Do you know there's a new Jackass movie coming out?
1: Mm. Yeah. Well,
0: what's the drama though? So, a, Peta says they need to remove any scene with an animal in the new movie, so all the bullfighting shit they do.
1: I don't think PETA really has too much of a real say, though, do they? No,
0: they're just threatening. They also, PETA also said that people should boycott the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until they eat something besides pizza, because it relies on too much animal product.
1: Cheese pizza? I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess it does. It's like, how the fuck did cheese come from animals? Then I realized real fast.
0: <laughs> but the other, the other jackass drama, I don't know if you've kept up with Bam Margera, since all this stuff happened, but he's in a dark place. So basically, you know, they got this reunion going to make a fourth Jackass movie, get the whole cast back together. And Bam has been so just out of it. They made him sign a contract to say that he would submit himself to daily drug tests, wouldn't take anything while on set, wouldn't disappear. Like he had to check in like he was on parole, basically. I don't know, it was probably two months into filming He got fired (laughs) No
1: way, his his friends fired him
0: He got fired and he got barred from the set They filed restraining orders against him What'd he do? He threatened to kill them all And now he is suing Paramount for wrongful termination Saying that it was Adderall that showed up in his test And they know he's on Adderall And this is all bullshit I've never even heard of that drug he comes up with the majority of the sketches and they still used a lot of his intellectual property to film the movie without him and without giving him any credit. So it's, it's a real messy situation. From all this, I also learned that Johnny Knoxville's real name is Philip Clapp.
1: Oh, damn, that's why he goes by Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Johnny Knoxville, is a, that's a pretty sick human made up name. It is, it's really good. Yeah, that uh, takes some wit. They come up
0: with that. I think Bam's real. He's got some wacky parents. No, Bam's
1: real name is Bam.
0: Yeah, that's got to be real.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to love that show, but not for the shitty to do his parents. Only for the really creative shit they did, where they built like a whole fucking like old western town out of like trailers. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Mobile homes. They made like a town hall jail. They put like Ryan Dunn in there. And... Oh, they did all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, that's what
0: I was excited for this, and it just makes me really sad. And that's the other reason I feel bad for him. The whole start of this downward spiral was ryan dunn dying in that car crash i mean ever since then bam's been having bad drug problems the whole i think he was diagnosed bipolar it's just it's it's
1: i don't know that's when it started yeah i do feel for him if that's the case it's really
0: strange like you look in every corner and it feels like you're in this like mental health epidemic right now like the Olympics. Can you imagine if that whole Simone Biles thing happened like seven years ago? I don't think we'd be nearly as understanding as this world-class athlete has the chance to be the most decorated Olympian ever, and she just bows out. Like she would've got ripped to shreds, and now everyone's saying she's more of a trailblazer for what she did not competing than if she would've.
1: That's awesome. I need to find the Mac charger. This computer's gonna die, (laughs) and this will not be saved. Wait, is this, are you kidding me?
0: (laughs) (sighs) But what I realized is, we had that big debate our first episode about going back to concerts and movies, and you're like, you're so ready, and I'm like, ah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm all talk. I, I'm, I'm
0: still going to do both before you. I went to a concert know, last dude. Friday. I'm probably going to go see Candyman next week. I'm, I'm an
1: advocate with no backbone.
0: <laughs> you don't back it up. I know. You're all this talk about LeBron, and the only one you watched was Michael <laughs> Jordan.
1: <laughs> I'm a phony. Yeah, i talk about going to AMC. I'm watching everything at home. i talk about going back to concerts. I'm just... Watching Woodstock 99. <laughs> I've Living only seen Space Jam 1, and I think LeBron's better than MJ. All right. So you got any recommendations? We already Space kind of Jam 1 that. was pretty good. <laughs> you liked it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Music? Uh,
0: music. Nothing? So movie-wise, watched a movie called Pig with
1: Nicolas Cage. Do they play a game of Pig? No, it's not, not basketball-related. That could be two hours long. That'd be insane.
0: But... I saw it advertised as, like, John Wick with a pig. It's not like that at all. It's not an action movie. It's actually really serious. It's probably, like, the best Nick Cage performance I've seen in, like, a decade. He's actually really good in this movie. But it's really slow, sad. It's about a chef who kind of, like, gave up on his dream, and all he had left was this truffle pig, and somebody takes it from him.
1: Huh. And it's good?
0: It's very good. Yeah, he's really good in it.
1: Do you think you could take any John Cusack movie and it's him with Nicolas Cage and it'd be the same? It'd be better.
0: John Cusack sucks. He does suck. Nick Cage is way better. Oh, yeah. I love Nick Cage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I kind of misspoke early on when I said we're going to be focusing just on the podcast. We are going to do some stuff on the blog. Yeah, I'll be
1: keeping up with that.
0: (laughs) As far as the uh, jackass thing goes, I rewatched all three movies. We're going to do a post of all the jackass stunts ranked Mm -hmm. from 1 to 121. It's the longest thing probably ever put up there but yeah we've got all the archives and everything like that and basically how we bitched about people criticizing music we're gonna do the year in tears breakdown of all the best albums and movies of the year and then what was the other thing i was gonna say oh nick cage movies best nick cage movies
1: oh my god
0: oh yeah music wise i've been listening to this local band Funayure. i think i pronounced that. where are they from i'm reading it right off my text
1: Fort Wayne Local?
0: Fort Wayne Local. They are like synth-heavy, chromatic-style, 80s throwbacks. Very good. We think we might have them on the show if Ben listens
1: to the album. Who's in the band?
0: (laughs) Um, Mandy from Sea Mountains, and I don't know the guy's name.
1: Okay. They can be on the show. (laughs) Thank you. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So they may be one of our first guests. We're working on some more guests. Um, Also on the website... If, uh, yeah, you have any suggestions, like Crashmore, we do have a contact thing. So if you want to just shit on us, we can do like a mailbag section. You, you know, know, whatever. Have you invited him yet? Crashmore? No, I'm I haven't so reached out. I'm so fucking
1: excited. I've already <laughs> coming up with questions.
0: I'm going to draft an email right now to Crashmore. Let us know what you want us to ask Crashmore. Maybe we can get to Tim Robinson eventually. Oh, my God. I doubt it. I was going to try and reach out to CM Punk, but then he signed with AEW, and that was like a huge thing. You don't know who that is, do you? I watched a lot of WrestleMania this COVID. Okay, I do know who he is now. I think I yeah. saw a
1: clip of him on Twitter.
0: He retired in 2014 from getting hurt, and they tried to force him into WrestleMania, and he hasn't wrestled since 2014, and he just went to the competitor. It's a big deal.
1: Sounds like a comeback.
0: But yeah, he hasn't done anything, so I thought it'd be cool. Let's go track him down and talk to him, because he hasn't done anything in six years, but now he's God. like the biggest story in sports right That's now. That's a bummer. I got excited for a
1: second. That would have been a good interview, right? Yes. That would have been awesome. <laughs> who do you want to talk to? But You fucked it up. Crashmore.
0: Just crash more. you don't got anyone else? Crash more, about, Tim that's Robbins? That's the only thing that's realistic right now, I Just think. a round table. He followed us.
1: <laughs> if he followed us, then we have a chance.
0: I think Weedus followed us on uh, uh, Twitter. No. Teenage Dirtbag. Uh uh Yeah. I tried reaching out to uh, Stizza, Leftover Crack. I don't know if he has a computer. He's probably off the <laughs> grid. He does paintings now. I've seen that. <laughs> Is that insensitive?
1: No, it's just like so funny because it's... <laughs> It's definitely so true. Like, he's a fucking squatter. Of course he doesn't have a fucking computer. He might. I don't know. If he, if he, I feel like even if he owned a smartphone, they'd claim him a sellout. Is that it? Is that the whole show? What? Yeah, I think it's becoming a movie podcast. Not a lot of music. What else you got? You Nothing, not listen to actually. any music. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's my listening? fault. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I tried to listen to Colors 2, and uh, I was walking my dogs, and uh, my earphone came out and the grass at fucking lakeside park has not been mowed so i spent like 20 minutes trying to find it and i couldn't so i couldn't fucking finish colors too but the first two songs were great
0: this sounds like a jeers in the paper this isn't <laughs> this isn't interesting to anyone